You are listening to Agency Work, the podcast that provides career advice for people who want to work at a creative agency. I'm your host, Parker Plaisted. Today I'm talking with Patrice Lewis and Sarah Murphy, who are both board members for the Richmond chapter of the PRSA, and I'll have them explain that in a little bit. Patrice has a Bachelor of Arts degree in Sociology from the University of Virginia and a JD degree from Regent University School of Law. Sarah has a Bachelor of Arts degree in English from University of Mary Washington and a master's degree in Communications and Strategic Public Relations from Virginia Commonwealth University. Patrice and Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Parker. Thank you. Our topic today is the Public Relations Society of America, PRSA. I'm going to ask Patrice and Sarah to explain the mission, the goals of the PRSA, and the benefits of membership. Sure. So this is Sarah. Um, and PRSA, so it stands for the Public Relations Society of America. And what it is, is a professional nonprofit association focused on public relations and communications professionals. Um, the mission of the national organization is to make communication professionals smarter, better prepared, and more connected through all stages in their career. So from students all the way up to seasoned pros. Um, the Richmond chapter specifically of PRSA is based here in uh, Richmond, Virginia. And again, we're a, a professional association serving public relations and communication practitioners who live and work in central Virginia. Um, we, our Richmond chapter has been um, in operation for over 70 years. Um, and we boast more than 320 members representing a really wide array of organizations throughout the entire Richmond and Virginia area. Great, thank you. That's a great overview of the PRSA. So Sarah, how long have you been involved in public relations? I have been working in public relations and more specifically for me, it's kind of a broader communications field. Um, but I've been working in it since 2010, 2011. Um, my story is a little unique in that I wasn't a PR major in college. I was actually an English major. I loved writing. Um, I took a lot of communications and, and even journalism-focused classes while I was in college and kind of thought that that was the path that I would want to take. Um, and then ultimately, upon graduating from my undergrad, um, I had a journalism internship with Richmond Magazine here in Richmond, as well as a PR internship at an agency downtown in Richmond, and just really took to the PR work at this internship that I was um, working at, and um, ultimately my internship turned into a full-time job with the agency and um, kind of just morphed from there. And so I after working for a few years at the agency, I decided that I was interested in getting um, a little more formal education in PR. So I went back to school at VCU while also actually starting to work for VCU. So um, I started as a communication specialist in the Department of Business Services at VCU while getting my master's in the um, Robertson School of Media and Culture and um, completed my master's in 2016. And um, I'm still at VCU and really enjoying it, so yeah. 
Great. Well, it's good to have somebody from VCU here in the podcast yeah. studio with us. <laughs> Go Rams. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Patrice, what was your path to getting involved in public relations? Yes, Parker. So mine is just kind of like Sarah, not the typical path of PR. Um, I actually um, did a major in sociology and went on to law school, which is a dream of mine. Um, to become a lawyer. I had uh, wanted to study entertainment law. That was my focus um, in law school. And probably midway through law school, figured out I didn't really want to uh, practice law, conventional law, but took the bar anyway, um, took the Maryland bar, and then uh, came home to Roanoke with my mom and went to a general assembly session and uh, loved it and loved the energy there. Um, thought it was great, and I said, Ma, I think I really want to do this. Um, went and uh, interviewed with a delegate, became his legislative assistant for two years. Um, really liked Richmond and said, I want to stay in Richmond. So uh, saw that there was a job for Senator Warner. Went and worked for Senator Warner for four years as his outreach and community rep for about 30 counties and cities in the area. Um, liked the politics, but didn't like the politics. It was a bit much, but I really liked being able to communicate with people, different people, different walks of life. And I was also watching a lot of scandal. And so saw Olivia Pope and people kept saying that I was Olivia Pope um, to them. And so I thought, well, maybe I should do PR communications. That kind of was in the back of my head. And uh, was on this YRVA uh, study with uh, SIR, which was the Southeastern Institute of Research at the time, um, and got into market research. And uh, the president and CEO said, come on, join my board. And so I did. I came on to his company, which was focused on market research at the time. Um, but realized that we did more than market research. We did a lot of strategy and uh, communications work. And so the company itself morphed into a consulting firm um, with focus on market research and communications and diversity and inclusion um, and joined the communications and the PR team uh, a couple of years ago. So I've been in it for only about a couple of years, but feel like even with working in the government, I've been doing it for so long that it's uh, second nature for me. Well, that's an interesting background and an interesting path to public relations. And one of the uh, topics we're going to talk about tonight is your role as a board member on the PRSA focused on diversity and inclusion. And we've had some great conversations leading up to the podcast tonight, uh, talking about what we would discuss tonight in our outline. And you had some really interesting stories, and I'd like you to, one, start off talking about your role as a board member focused on diversity and inclusion, and then some of the projects that are coming out of that. Sure. So uh, in my second year at PRSA, I've been on it for two years, I am the diversity and inclusion uh, committee chair, committee of one um, right now, but I am always welcome to people when you come on PRSA and you want to be on the committee, please join the diversity and inclusion committee. That's a little plug. Um, and uh, right now, our focus is really um, big on diversity and inclusion, and that's nationally, and that's also locally. And 
And we really understand that, one, the world is changing, the market is changing, um, and it is very important that we keep up with the market and the world. And one of the things that's really important is that we have diverse and inclusive policies, diverse and inclusive people um, that are a part of our organization that can communicate to others as well. Um, And so I am helping with a a wonderful mission that um, PRSA already has. Um, embracing individuality. And that's one of the things that we want to focus on when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Instead of being the typical uh, looking at historically marginalized communities, which I am a part of, we want to broaden it to say, we really want to embrace everything about you. Um, We want to embrace that we have different backgrounds and these backgrounds and experiences are really important to who we are. Um, And they help shape us They give us the ability to have great ideas, to come together, and to uh, make this a better place and a better organization. And so this year, we're really thinking and focusing on uh, embracing individuality. And we are doing social media campaigns that are looking at that. So our first one um, that will be coming up in a couple of weeks is the I Am PRSA campaign. It's an extension from last year. Um, Last year, it was started to have diverse, um, different type of people that are in a PRSA do two minute clips about, you know, why they like PRSA and what they what they enjoy. And it was very much studio based and it was very professional. And we want to get really personal this time. And so we're asking for self-made videos of our members um, doing things that they love around Richmond. And it could be professional or personal. We really want to get to know you and see how diverse and how wonderful we are as an organization. And so we will be calling on people to really just send us their videos of them doing wonderful, crazy, creative things around the area. Um, And we will post them on social media. We will also post them at our luncheons and get to know each other a little bit better and uh, really highlight how diverse we are and love that. That's a cool project. I like that. Thank any you. any examples of uh, – it's kind of hard to uh, describe over a podcast with these visual examples, but any visual examples come to your mind of – what's going on right now with that? Sure. So I, I'm going to be the first one to to uh, volunteer myself to do it. And I love to eat. And one of my talents is eating. And so I am <laughs> I am uh, visiting one of the local um, restaurants, um, Mama Shell's Cafe, which is actually going to be a part of um, Black RVA Restaurant Experience, which is something that happens here in the Richmond area and showcasing that uh, – Eating is great, and it's fun, and it's something that is wonderful about Richmond, um, and it's something that we at PRSA do a lot of. Um, We have some wonderful luncheons where we're able to network with each other, um, where we're able to learn more about our industry, uh, and we understand that food brings people together. And so um, that's kind of like the the feel of it. You could be playing your guitar. You could be with your children. um, You could be uh, surfing, whatever it is that you like to do. Uh, We really want to get to know uh, more about our members um, and show how diverse and embrace our individuality. Well, I think I'm pretty good at eating, too. I, that's another <laughs> talent I have. Um, 
but I like the focus on on eating partly because of restaurants and the variety of food and the um, origins of the food and showcasing the different origins of food and and styles. And then within the restaurants, there's the decor of the restaurant that can reflect the origins. And that is an interesting way of of featuring diversity. Mm -hmm. So I like that. And Richmond's become kind of a foodie town. So there's definitely some variety to feature there. Yes, definitely. So, Patrice, in Virginia, there's a heightened awareness right now about race relations and our history with the Civil War, and Richmond was the capital of the Confederacy at one point. But diversity and inclusion goes beyond just the race relations we're discussing lately in Virginia. Could you expand on explaining more about what diversity and inclusion focuses on? Sure. Um, I, I must I would be remiss if I didn't say that um, I am happy that we are having some of the conversations that we're having right now because I am an African-American woman. So I am happy that race relations are a part of the conversation. But I do think that um, we tend to focus on race a lot, on gender a lot, um, on sexual orientation and some of the other historically marginalized um groups when it comes to diversity and inclusion. But diversity can be diversity of thought, um, diversity of uh, political views, um, diversity of even backgrounds, um, introverts, extroverts. There's so many different ways that we are diverse and pigeonholing us into um, it being specific to race, gender, sexual orientation, age, um, really kind of pigeonholes us as a group, um, which is why uh, PRSA, we're focusing more on embracing the individual, because once you embrace the individual, you take into account all of the things that make them diverse and put that and bring that to the table, which is very important. Thank you. I appreciate that clarity and, and the um, additional information that helps us understand how broad this really is. There are obviously some very specific issues that need attention and are getting attention, but it's nice to understand that the PRSA is um, addressing that and more. Yes, definitely. So Patrice, when we were discussing the outline today, in addition to that first social media project you talked about, there was another social media project that's kind of a takeover project. Could you tell us more about that? Sure. So we are also doing social media takeover. And in the spirit of diversity and inclusion, we want to make sure that we do tackle diversity um, in age and diversity in background and experience and education. And so we are looking to involve and engage our college community, um, whether it be community college or uh, four-year college and universities, um, in a social media takeover. So they will be posting about their organizations. We have several different organizations. Uh, PRSSA is the term that is used for them um, at several different universities, including Virginia Union, which just came on board, um, VSU, um, VCU. um, And I know we're doing some work that Sarah will talk about, I think, with John Tyler and U of R. But we're going to have some of them come along and uh, really take over our social media for a week and show how 
wonderful their life is, um, get to know them a little bit better, um, as well as also showcasing what they love about Richmond and what they love about being a PRSSA member. Um, so we're excited about that. Um, looking forward to really engaging our students a lot more um, in the PRSA uh, group and organization. And I know that's just uh, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to some of the other things that we have in store for our students. So I'll let Sarah kind of talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. This is a social media project I'm really excited about because I feel like it is going to be mutually beneficial both for the students and for our professional audience, you know, the the PRSA members, because it's giving these students, um, you know, a unique project opportunity to portray their day-to-day life as PR communication students um, and what that looks like for them. And and then it's also um, just shining a lens on um, what the PR education looks like today for people who maybe didn't study PR in college, people who, you know, have have been out of college for 20 or so years. Um, so I'm just really excited um, to to feature them in the, the Takeover Project. So Sarah, let's talk about your role on the board and your focus on working with the collegiate chapters of the PRSA. And it's the PRSSA, is that right? Correct, yes. So it's PRSSA, Public, or Public Relations Student Society of America. Um, so yeah, so I'm the... Um, student relations chair for PRSA Richmond. Um, this is my second year serving as chair in this role. And I work with our partner universities. Um, so Patrice named a few earlier. It's VCU, um, JMU, Virginia State, VUU. Um, and we we work with the uh, PRSSA chapters. So these chapters have been nationally recognized by PRSA National. Um, and we work with them predominantly in a support role. Um, I work with the faculty advisors and the PRSSA student leadership to help them do anything from securing professional speakers to come and, and talk with students on a specific topic related to PR, which oftentimes involves you know our members coming out and um, having a presence at the university, which is really exciting. And always fun to help coordinate. Um, But I also help set up more formal um, mentoring, mentee kinds of uh, projects between our PRSA members and PRSSA members. I also serve in a support role by um, collecting internship opportunities and sharing them with the PRSSA chapters, um, giving students the opportunity to apply for internships that are related to the studies that they're focusing on in school. So um, while this past year, like I said, this role has been really all about um, supporting students in a variety of ways, um, I'm also trying this year to incorporate some ways to uh, shine a light on and champion student work. Um, so I'm also, you know, not only like Patrice mentioned, our 
um, social media takeovers is going to be a great way to do that. But we also, for the first time, are featuring a student award category at our PRSA Awards this spring. So that's going to be something where we um, we have two categories for students to apply the work that they're doing either in class or some universities have um, nonprofit PR organizations that they have established as a school activity. Um, and so the work that they're maybe doing with nonprofits um, is some work that we're encouraging students to submit for award for the first time this year. So Sarah, in your role as the chair of the Student Relations Committee, are there any other projects, events, or other activities where you're putting a focused effort into helping the students? Absolutely. So throughout the year, of course, um, working with students is something that I in my chapter role do on a regular basis. But um, one thing that the entire PRSA Richmond chapter points to every year is Student Connections Week, which is um, every year in October. Um, So it surrounds the October PRSA luncheon for the month. Um, And so the main focal point each October is that students uh, from the chapters that we work with from the PRSSAs, um, they have free attendance at our October luncheon. Um, So our luncheons are not only great networking opportunities for students, but we also have a fantastic speaker every month um, talking about, you know, really pertinent on-trend PR topics. Um, So it's always really exciting to see our October lunch totally packed with students. Um, I also, in my role as Student Relations Chair, have been working to build out Student Connections Week with a ton of different events for students to get involved in with our PRSA members. So in 2018, I organized a networking breakfast and tour at Padilla, which is a PR agency downtown here in Richmond. Um, And we had students from VCU, Longwood, JMU come out first thing in the morning. It was a little early for some of them, but um, come out and, um, like I said, get an opportunity to network with one another. Um, So network with other PRSSA students from other chapters and just hear about what other chapters are doing and what other students are learning at other universities. Um, And then also get a professional tour of an actual agency in Richmond. I also organized a a mentor-mentee matching program in 2018. So both students and PRSA professionals were encouraged to sign up um, to either be matched um, as a mentor or a mentee. And then there was a period of time before the October luncheon where all the mentors and the mentees got together and just networked for, you know, an hour, hour and a half before the lunch started. Um, And I got some fantastic feedback from both sides, mentors and mentees, saying um, that they made some good connections from that. So, um, so yeah, Student Connections Week is um, something that's really exciting for students that um, PRSA organizes each year. Well, even though those students had to get up early to go visit the agency, it sounds like it was a wonderful opportunity for them. And the whole program sounds like a wonderful opportunity for the students. So I'm glad that the PRSA chapter is putting that effort into helping the students out. 
So, Sarah, in our planning and leading up to this podcast, we also talked about the scholarships that the PRSA provides for students. Could you talk a little bit more about the scholarships? I know that's not part of what you're managing, but give us a little overview, and then people can go to the PRSA website to learn more. Yes. Definitely. So PRSA, uh, we have a foundation. So the PRSA Richmond Foundation, um, they sponsor $2,000 scholarships for PR students, uh, specifically juniors and seniors. And those scholarships, information is typically posted um, during at the start of the fall semester. And I believe it's awarded right around Student Connections Week in October to November. Um, so I would recommend students interested in uh, learning more about these scholarships definitely visit um, PR Richmond's our PRSA Richmond's website and uh, clicking on the foundation link PRSA Richmond Foundation and there's more information about scholarships there. Great, thank you. Sarah and Patrice, we've had some great conversations about some very specific areas of PRSA. But is there broader information or uh, information that describes some of the broader benefits for members? Yes. So I think when I first consider the benefits of being a PRSA member, the first thing that comes to mind is how fantastic the PRSA Richmond monthly lunches are. Um, they kick off with just really fantastic networking with tons of different types of PR professionals. And then we always have a fantastic speaker. Um, and the speaker is you know, able to speak on a topic that is extremely important to PR at that moment. To me, it always feels like a different graduate class <laughs> every, every time. Um, so I personally love and have really benefited from the monthly lunches. I feel like they um, keep me aware of what's going on in our industry. Um, we also have two um, happy hour networking events outside of the lunches uh, throughout the year. Um, we also collaborate with Richmond Ad Club and the Richmond chapter of the American Marketing Association for the One Party, which is another networking event. Um, and then we have some other just um, professional development education sessions that members are invited to attend throughout the year. And I would add that for me, since Sarah, the luncheons are great and they are wonderful. For me, I got involved with PRSA first with a networking uh, happy hour. Um, went to one of their happy hours. Again, food. So I was happy. Um, and, but it was also the opportunity to get to know um, a lot of wonderful people. And that's one of the best benefits of PRSA is getting to know some wonderful professionals um, that can help you, that can mentor you, um, that are cheering you along as you go into your professional, um, your professional walk. And I met some students that were amazing um, at this these networking happy hours so I definitely uh, want to plug them as well as the professional development opportunities that we do have so for our listeners you may notice there's been a common theme on a few of these podcasts where I featured a professional society or professional organization and so we continued that tonight with the PRSA discussion 
And I encourage people who are getting started in their careers to find an organization that fits with their career path. And if you're in communications or want to be in communications, public relations, or some variation of that, the PRSA is an organization you should look into and consider. And I'll give some information about the website here shortly. But I really believe that these organizations can be a great help to people who are getting started in their careers. So Patrice and Sarah, thank you for your time today. I appreciate the insights you've shared with us today. But now it's time to wrap this up. To our audience, you have been listening to the Agency Work Podcast. My guests today have been Patrice Lewis and Sarah Murphy. We have been talking about PRSA, the PRSSA student chapters, and diversity and inclusion. To learn more about PRSA, go online to prsa.org. To learn more about the Richmond chapter of PRSA, go online to prsarichmond.org. Thank you, Patrice and Sarah. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And to our audience, thank you for listening. I will be back next week with a new guest, and I hope you will tune into that episode. This podcast was recorded at Red Amp Audio in Richmond, Virginia. This is Agency Work signing off.